Good morning, it's Councillor Glenn here. It is Saturday, June the 17th. I'm at Village Square Park. That's about eight o'clock in the morning as I'm recording this. In uh, just about an hour, the first crew of volunteers will be arriving and they're gonna start transforming this park to get set for our big Welcome to Spitzville Multicultural Festival. It happens today from noon to four, rain or shine. Uh, I hope you can drop by. We have uh, 40 to 50 community organizations here representing cultures from around the world, uh, representing some city services, representing some community groups here in Stittsville. It's be a great event. We've got performances on the stage over here. Uh, lots happening and it's all free. So I hope you can drop by to Village Square Park. It's at the corner of Abbott Street and uh, Stittsville Main Street. So it's really easy to find right along the Trans-Canada Trail, noon to four today. Um, Actually, while I'm here, you can see this playground behind me. A few people have asked about this. Yes, we are still going ahead with a playground renewal that's expected to happen late summer, early fall. So, uh, so watch for that. We'll have more information soon on my website about that. Uh, I've got a ton, a ton of updates this morning. It's been a busy week in the community and at City Hall. One of the big things at City Hall is on Wednesday, City Council approved the new curbside waste collection limits. So what council decided in the end was to go with a three item limit for garbage. So that would be three bags, or it could be three larger items like a, uh, like a piece of furniture, or it could be three containers up to 140 liters. Um, and you can put as many bags in those containers as you want. There's no tags whatsoever in this system. Um, they are gonna look at and come back to council what's called a yellow bag system which would allow purchase of an additional bag for extra items. Now I mentioned the container size is 140 liters and you can put up to three of these out. So that would be 420 liters of waste every two weeks, which is actually a, a very, very large amount of waste. And I'm really concerned actually that that is, is too much to allow because the whole point of this, remember, was diversion, diverting things from the landfill that don't have to go there. So if it's recyclable or if it's organics or if it can be reused in some way, it doesn't need to go to the landfill. And right now, 58% of the material going to the landfill could be recycled or could be uh, put into the green bin. And so the whole point of this was to encourage people to divert more. Uh, recycling bins, green bins, diaper pickup, that all remains unlimited. Um, but with such a, um, a large limit, three items, 420 liters, that's about the size of a large chest freezer, you know, like one of the deep freezes you'd put in your basement. It's a very, very uh, large amount of waste, and I'm concerned we're not actually going to drive diversion. Um, there's actually a significant cost if we can cost avoidance if we can divert more. Um, so if we meet the targets that staff thought we could have under the two bag limit, um, we could have saved eight million dollars a year for the city. Um, and so there's a huge opportunity to save costs, but uh, I think council took a very, very cautious and careful route. And I, I hope residents are still encouraged to divert as much as possible because the more we divert, the less cost there is for waste collection for the city and the easier it'll be to keep those costs low. And one final thought, I still get people asking about incineration and waste to energy. And yes, absolutely, the city is looking into this. Even if we go that route, we still need to achieve a much higher diversion rate than we have now. Uh, right now, like I said, 58% of material going to the landfill doesn't need to be going there. It could be recycled or composted. Um, there's a city in Ontario called Durham 
and they're looking to expand their incineration services. One of the criteria the province is looking at for approval is how much waste diversion happens there. And uh, uh, they have a much higher diversion rate than the city of Ottawa right now. So if the city ever goes that route, we're going to need to establish that we are diverting much more waste uh, away from the landfill. <clears throat> Anyhow, more to come on this, I'm sure, but uh, thanks to everyone for your feedback. I've shared some additional information on my website. You can go to glengower.ca. Um, on the same topic, on June 25th, there is a hazardous waste depot coming up at Canadian Tire Centre. So again, there's information on my website or at ottawa.ca. This is where you can bring old paint cans, propane cans, uh, any hazardous items, and the city will pick those up for you for free. That'll be in the parking lot at Canadian Tire Centre on June 25th. Uh, here locally, I was uh, excited to attend a, a bit of a reception for uh, Jonathan, uh, Journey, Journey with Jonathan. He is a Ottawa man who has uh, multiple sclerosis and he's cycling across Canada from BC to Newfoundland to raise awareness and to raise funds for MS. And uh, he stopped by uh, Stittsville here. His, uh, his mom uh, lives here in Stittsville, so it's great to welcome him to the community. Uh, on Tuesday, I had the opportunity to meet with uh, Brian from Max Ottawa. This is an organization that uh, supports gay men in our community, and they've just opened um, some office hours in the West End at the Western Ottawa Community Resource Centre uh, over in Canada on, uh, on Mondays. So you can find some information about that on my Facebook and Instagram. On Wednesday, we had the big council meeting where we talked about uh, the garbage issue, among some other things too. On Thursday, I had a great update from the Ottawa West Four Rivers Ontario Health Team. They're a big umbrella organization of healthcare groups in the West End, and they're working on a very exciting project, a mental health and substance abuse, uh, sorry, substance use health urgent care center. Basically, this would be a, a single location where people could get emergency and urgent mental health care. Uh, filling a, a gap that we have in our West End community. So uh, very excited to hear about that and hopefully we'll be able to share more about that soon. And I also attended the sod turning for the new French elementary school uh, over in Fernbank. Uh, J'étais très content de participer dans la pelletée de terre pour la nouveau, nouvelle école francophone uh, ici à Stittsville. C'est la première école du CPO uh, dans le quartier de Stittsville et uh, nous sommes très excités d'accueillir les nouveaux étudiants et professeurs. Uh, really excited to have another school. This will be the, uh, let's see, fourth school under construction on COPE, um, and uh, really great to have some more community schools. Oh, Friday morning, I was over at Shingwakan School, a little further east on COPE, um, and we, uh, we did a bit of a walk around, an audit, a safety audit. How do we make the uh, school more friendly for pedestrians and cyclists? Uh, so some really, uh, really good information and ideas there. Uh, it's great to see that almost half, somewhere between 45 and 50%, I believe, uh, of students already walk to school or cycle to school, which is great. It's a much higher rate than most schools in our community. And uh, we want to try to get the, the last few that are, are driving to school uh, to see if we can move them to walkers or cyclists. But obviously there's a lot to do in that area around improvements to the pedestrian infrastructure. Uh, if you go to glengower.ca, you're going to see a whole bunch of updates. Uh, we update that every single day on my website. Um, some notes this week about bear safety, uh, following some bear sightings near Fluellen Road on the weekend. Um, there's a consultation about Granary Grove Park. This is a brand new park in the Shea Village neighborhood at Shea and Fernbank. So there's a couple of options for that park that you can provide feedback for. 
Uh, there's information about the city's emergency and protective services committee uh, that uh, made a um, approved the hiring of more paramedics to address the level zero issue that we're having and the wait times at the hospital. Uh, so there's a plan to hire up to 40 paramedics per year um, to address that issue. So that is good news. And uh, I have a note there about community safety. Last Friday, not too far from here at Wildwood Park, there was a, uh, an assault, a serious in incident. Uh, police are involved and they've made one arrest and they say that more arrests are, are pending. Um, but a pretty serious in in incident and very concerning for the community. What I wanted to mention was, if you see anything um, at a park that's an immediate safety or, or health or hazard concern, please call 911. So if you see people trying to start a fire, call 911. If you see people drinking or using drugs in a park, call 911. If you see people causing damage, <coughs> pardon me, uh, breaking, uh, breaking something at the park, damaging something at the park, call 911. Those are all crimes in progress or an immediate threat to uh, health and safety. And you can call 911. Um, if you're there after the fact, if you're there the morning after and you see broken glass or you see graffiti, call 311. Um, but to really encourage residents to make those calls. They are uh, calls to 311 are anonymous, calls to 911. They may take down some information, but they are, they're not going to come up to your, your doorstep to take information. They'll always take that over the phone so you can remain anonymous that way. Um, but really important to make those calls. Police are in the community, bylaws in the community. We've shared with them a list of a number of parks where uh, we have some concerns and they're doing some extra patrols in the uh, nights and evenings where we have issues. But uh, if you see something, you're the eyes and ears out there and uh, make that call so we can get fire or paramedics or police on site as soon as possible. So thanks for your cooperation on that. <clears throat> uh, let's talk about some upcoming events. I mentioned the big event here this afternoon, June 17th, that's today, Saturday, noon to four. Welcome to Stittsville here at Village Square Park. Really looking forward to that. Thank you to all the volunteers and organizations who are making that possible. Um, this morning over at Mark Yakubuski Park, uh, I think it might go into early afternoon. I can't remember the hours, but there's the party in the park hosted by the Foley Peters team. Um, so they're doing that today at Mark Yakubuski Park in the Fernbank Crossing area, and they'll be doing it at Pioneer Plains Park next Saturday. On Tuesday, Kalinda Joseph is our guest speaker in the Councillor Speaker Series, and we still have space available. So if you want to participate, head over to my website and you can find uh, the link to register there. It's at the library on Tuesday evening. On Thursday is one of my favorite uh, favorite events of the year. It's the annual Porch Music Festival here in Stittsville. There are dozens of locations all over the community where there'll be bands and musicians playing on the front porch, which is awesome. Unfortunately, I think I have a board meeting, so I might miss a lot of that this Thursday. <coughs> uh, June 26th, there's a follow-up meeting about uh, protecting our wetlands. It's at 7 p.m. at Johnny LaRue Arena on June 26th. Uh, Steve Klein and Janet Savinga, two residents, are organizing this and it's a follow-up to the wetlands meeting that we had uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, there is information on my website, we've shared it there, and uh, there's a registration that, uh, that they're asking people to register so they can plan for numbers and there's some guest speakers as well, so glad to see that happening. And you know, we're not too far away from July 1st and there's lots happening in Stittsville. Uh, my team is going to kick off the day with a very small uh, flag raising and national anthem ceremony over at the Stittsville sign where the flag is at Hazeldean and Stittsville, Maine. That'll be at 9 a.m. Uh, there is the Stittsville Village Association, their big event 
event on the grounds of Sacred Heart High School over at Abbott and Shea. I know the Legion is planning a big event uh, in the afternoon over there. So lots going on in Stittsville for Canada Day. And um, I think that's it for events. One reminder, no, uh, upcoming, oh yes, committees this week. I, I know for those of you who follow City Hall, you always like to hear what's going on. Uh, I've got a bunch of committees next week. I've got the LRT subcommittee. We're going to be talking about the Ready for Rail plan for the launch of uh, Line 2 and Line 4 to the airport and to southern Ottawa. I've got an Ottawa public health meeting on Monday evening. We have a planning and housing committee meeting on Wednesday, a transportation committee meeting on Thursday, where among other things we're going to be talking about little free libraries and roadside gardens and a bunch of other things. And uh, I have an OCH, Ottawa Community Housing Board meeting on Thursday evening. Um, so a busy week ahead. My final reminder today is about wild parsnip. If you don't know what wild parsnip looks like, go Google it. Finish watching this video and then go Google wild parsnip so you know what it looks like. Um, it, it does grow proficiently in uh, our Stittsville community and it is a hazard, a hazard. You don't want to get that on your bare skin. Um, the city does spraying and other control of wild parsnip in public parks and along public pathways and along many rural, rural roadways in our community. But if you see wild parsnip on your private property or any private property, that's the responsibility of the private property owner and uh, encourage you to, to check out uh, actually ottawapublichealth.ca and ottawa.ca. They both have some great information about wild parsnip and uh, what the city does and what you can do to keep yourself safe. So uh, thanks for checking that out. Thank you for watching today. I hope to see you back here in a few hours for our Welcome to Stittsville event. Have a great week and I'll see you here next week. Take care.